Welcome to another episode of the Cheerful Soundman Podcast. It's a weekly show for event professionals about the challenges and lessons of producing stellar events with a smile. I'm Drew, and I recently had the chance to sit down at lunch with Eric and ask his opinion of how 2021 went, how 2022 is looking, and what advice he'd give to event planners and professionals. So before we dive in, remember to follow us on Instagram or Facebook at The Cheerful Soundman. All right, here's Eric. Um, interesting year. Very interesting year. Um, started out the year very kind of trepidatious still. So both uh, not us as much as our clients. So we kind of saw things coming back pretty strong being in Florida, especially helped um, towards the end of 2020. So really October-ish, we like things were wide open and pretty close to what I would call normal um, for most of our clients. Some were not. Some um, you're more um, like university and corporate type of clients were still being a little more cautious and not coming back full strength. Um, you know, so they, a lot of those were staying virtual or smaller or still a little bit on again, off again. Are we going to have an event? Um, there was a lot of that at the beginning of the year. Um, but then by later in the spring, so around April, um, it was full bore. Like, where can we find more people? Where can we find more techs? And then it's interesting because it was kind of industry-wide, especially, again, in Florida. So talking to some of my friends in other states and in Canada and some other spots, it was still dead. They were still like, oh, I've only done one gig since the beginning of 2020. Um, but for us, it was back full bore, 100%. Um, again, still through the summer, there was a lot of trepidation with our corporate clients and the university clients. Um, so some of those were still... So here's the biggest difference, I would say, is in the past, an arena show or um, you know, something with the university that was bigger, any of those type of things, would have been planned, secured, deposited, contracted, minimum six months in advance maybe a last minute gig if you would would be three months in advance um with a lot of them securing the dates a year or more in advance what we saw was a lot of people were not making final decisions to have their event or contract their event until a couple weeks out so on top of all the other stresses we were experiencing there was also a lot of um a lot of last-minute events. A lot of them had been done before, so they weren't. It wasn't we were completely making up from scratch, but we didn't know that we were doing them until three or four weeks in advance. So, um, and then that kind of tells the story of fall of 2021. That was then the world decided we are fully like now we're really, really reopened, including corporate events, uh, educational, you know, pretty much everybody. At least again here in Florida was fully pretty much back to normal as far as full capacities all that type of thing um so as we rolled into the fall with that it was honestly like a flurry to rebook things so a lot of people were rebooking events that they had postponed two or three times um a lot of people then took the opportunity of like hey we can book things again now we've been out of business for two years so we had promoters rebooking in a frenzy we had our clients rebooking 
we had then the normal inert events that come up every year, the fall festivals, things like that. So it, this uh, these last, honestly, September, October, November, now we're in December, have been just absolutely bananas. We've added as many employees as we could. Everybody's been in overtime for three months. Everybody's probably ready to kill me by now and uh, hopefully getting some some break sometime soon. Um, but that's that's kind of been the story of 2021 is the... I'd say, like, frenzy to get things going again. Well, we'll, we'll be announcing some big things for us. Our company is about to grow um, almost double in size and capacity and everything else. Um, but I'll, I'll tease that. So that's that's coming soon in the next couple of weeks. A big announcement there. Um, we also just moved to a much bigger facility. We moved into a we were in a 7,000 square foot facility. We're now in a nearly 12,000 foot facility and rapidly kind of moving and adjusting and, and changing there. Um, honestly, I'm still seeing a good amount of the last minute stuff at this point, unfortunately. I was hoping a lot of that would be resolved, um, but we are starting to book more in, later into the spring. I'm getting, I'm putting out quotes for April and May, which that's more typical of this time of year. So normally, um, again, it was somewhat larger events. So your kind of arena or your couple thousand person festival. Uh, we ha- And we have a corporate event that's fairly large um, in May. So I have all those on my desk right now for projects in April and May. So that's getting that part's getting back a little more to more normal. Again, three to six months is what I would expect on this scale. Um, but I also really expect it to continue over the next few months to have a lot of craziness and last minute like hey I've got an arena show next week um, we've also kind of going back to that I've, I've noticed a, some of the last minute craziness has also been um, the capacities of existing companies so some companies that definitely went out of business um, or if they were smaller companies maybe like one or two man shops um, some of those shut down and took real gigs and maybe are now only taking you know they're working with the band that they like working with or they have you know, a smaller capacity and repertoire. Um, and then those of us who stuck around seem to be, everyone I talk to is just full bore, wide open, can't get enough people, trucks, equipment. Equipment's still a problem. Um, hopefully, I don't have any prediction on that. Hopefully that starts evening out soon, but I know myself as well as I know several other company owners that did the same thing. I didn't sell a ton of stuff during COVID, but I definitely, like, especially towards the beginning there were a couple churches that needed some stuff and I was like oh, I'll sell them a couple speakers out of inventory stuff that I wouldn't have sold during normal times is because well or if I sold it I would be instantly replacing it so I'd just be turning equipment over for newer equipment um, and that was the intention when I sold it I was like okay this is going to be some cash flow in the meantime and then you know as soon as things start looking better I'll buy more equipment but as you've probably heard the many headlines we can't get new equipment right now so uh, that's a challenge industry-wide and really multiple industries-wide, but that's going to be one that um, might kind of dictate for a lot of companies, ours included, how much capacity we have in the coming years uh, or in the coming year. Because even as we build up our our other logistics, you know, our, our human resources as well as our vehicles and different things like that, we are at some point limited by there's only so much equipment in the marketplace. And it used to be that you could call... LMG or Christie Lights or PRG or any of these bigger companies and they've got warehouses full of equipment and could take care of you. 
So it used to be that you could call one of those companies and they pretty much universally would have equipment for you. Or if PRG didn't, then LMG would. Or, you know, there's there was always something out there available. If you need more LED walls, somebody's got panels that they're not using. Right now, it's not that way at all. Right now, everybody's, all their equipment is booked out pretty much all the time. And then with the nature of, um, again, I have a client with a fairly big Christmas show on the 19th. What is today? The 9th. It's 10 days away. They just got with me a couple days ago about a couple of very high-end audio consoles. Normally, I could cross-rent those without a problem from any number of companies. Um, I think we're going to end up having to get them shipped out of Nashville because just can't find them anywhere. Um, so it's things like that, and those are driving costs up, uh, making things a little more difficult. Um, but again, that's a combination of people doing things a little later because they weren't sure that they were going to do them in the first place. Um, and a combination of just a lot of companies not being able to replace their gear. You know? um, yeah, so if you're an event planner in 2022, the, the number one rule here or name of the game is going to be book as early as you can. So if you have an event... I would even get it penciled in as early as you can. So even if you're not 100% sure or not sure if they're going to go with the, um, you know, the Ford package or the Mercedes-Benz package, you know, like what level they're going with, I would still uh, get with your event company or, you know, your production companies, um, really anyone, even down to the talent, I would get with them as soon as possible, at least get a, a hold on those dates and give us the opportunity to get back with you and tell you, you know, hey, I had somebody else that wants all this stuff. Is your show a go or not? And, you know, and then if your show is a go, sign a contract and get deposit in immediately because that's the other thing that happened this year that I've never had happen to me before is we had to, we did have to drop shows just because we only had so much capacity and everyone was booking at once. And it did go down to, well, these three people paid their, you know, paid a deposit and signed a contract. These two people dragged their feet and did not we have to drop that show because we literally just can't do it or can't do it to the level of quality that we would like, you know, that we expect out of ourselves and that we would, we would not charge it for. Um, so yeah, book early, get it held. If you can contract and deposit it even better. Um, but yeah, as far in advance as you can do it, do it. Cause it's, I have a feeling it's going to be another crazy year. Um, I know everybody who is able to is building up their capacity more and more. Um, to be able to cover but again you're still limited to there's only so many audio engineers video engineers like design there's only so many out there and we're training them up we have a great young team as well as as our older more experienced a team um but you know it still takes a while it still takes you know you got to do 50 or 100 shows before you're really the you know the all-star you know, ninja production person that, you know, that we usually send on our, on, as, at least as the leads on our events, so. Yeah, so I would say in 2022, if you are a um, production company, an event producer, um, I would really recommend building up your capacity without, if you can do it, you know, without going deep into debt or anything like that, obviously that's a big bonus. Um, but, Personally, I'm very optimistic on the next year, um, and I don't, I don't see it changing. Even if some economic, you know, greater economic things change, I think we're back to a point where there's been pent up desire to gather and 
you know, go to events and shows and conferences and see each other and hug each other and all these things that events provide, you know, those, those things that live events do for us. Um, so I would be taking every strategic opportunity to, um, you know, to build up capacity because it's, I think it's going to keep coming. I think we got another 18 months at least of, you know, bull run, so to speak of, uh, you know, nonstop bookings. And, um, so yeah, capacity, take the, if you do have any downtime, take the time to touch up your gear, clean it, you know, make it nice because you're probably not going to get a lot of opportunities once things kick back up in the new year. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Cheerful Sound Man podcast. If you like the show, it would be awesome if you could subscribe and leave a review on Apple or Spotify podcasts. That would make our day. And follow us on Instagram or Facebook at The Cheerful Sound Man. Either way, thank you, thank you, thank you for tuning in. And we really hope you enjoyed it, and hopefully you got a little something out of it too. Can't wait until we share the next episode, which will drop next week. So stay tuned, and until then, don't suck, and don't be a jerk. <laughs>